with the pornography. I knew it would cause breakdown between us. I knew that lying would be... Let's just say it. It would be a way that you were able to keep... Yeah, I could keep doing my thing and, and cover my butt. Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everybody. Today, what we'll be covering is betrayal in the form of lying. One of the things we've noticed is it's it's a term I use. It's never just the porn. The ladies who come to me, their husbands are either involved in pornography or some type of sexual betrayal to the point where it's causing damage in their relationship. I know some some couples can skate through those kind of things, but some can't. Right. So we help those couples. And one of the things I say is it's never just the porn. Typically, um, 99% of the cases we've ever seen, there's also been some element of lying about it. Um, so today we're going to cover that topic. Yeah. Yeah, and my... Our history between me and Lori is that for four years between 2006 and 2010, I lied to her face almost every single night for that four-year time period. So it was to cover my butt in some ways, you know, where I had justified it was that I was trying to protect her or kept thinking that if I just get through today... Tomorrow's going to be a different day, and I'll never have to tell the truth on any of this. I'll be fine. I'll finally be sober again, and I won't have to ever tell her all of the stuff that I had done. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I've heard, uh, especially recently, I've heard a couple of guys say this. I lied because I didn't want to hurt you. I knew this would hurt you, and, and so I lied about it. And my first reaction is... If you really wanted to not hurt her, you wouldn't have hurt her twice. You know, you knew whatever you had to lie about would hurt her, so you lied about it, but then you lied about it, making it worse. And when it comes to the damage happening, you know, because of these types of things, because of whatever kind of betrayal, whatever the betrayal was in the first place is one thing, but when you lie about it, that's actually worse than the first thing. So if a guy really doesn't want to hurt his wife then he's not going to lie about it. If he really, really doesn't want to hurt his wife, he won't keep acting out in whatever the initial betrayal is. Right. And we, you know, (laughs) pornography was a part of my life for 38 years. It's not something that is going to turn around overnight. But after our last, what we call D-Day, being honest with Lori about my struggles, being honest with Lori about my temptations caused far less breakdown, got us back on track more quickly, and helped her to see my efforts, I think, as opposed to continuing to lie about something or continuing to say, no, I'm not being tempted or whatever it might have been. I know in some relationships, though, the guys are, they're not lying, but in some ways that's that's just as damaging, but that could be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that in some couples where the guy doesn't lie, and there's there can still be damage mm-hmm. if if he's still acting out, but it doesn't seem to be as deep as the yeah. ones where the guys um, uh, do hide. And I think one of the reasons women really have an issue with this, 
Well, anybody has an issue with this. I mean, even outside the church, people hate liars. Yeah. I mean, what I've heard from people not in church is, oh, porn is no big deal. And then I'm like, okay, well, what about lying? Okay, now that, yeah, that's an, an issue. Mm-hmm. And um, so even people who don't go to church really don't like people who lie. Right. Um, so it's not just the women that we've seen, it's anybody. But I think the reason they don't like it is it's kind of like, if he can lie about this, what else is he hiding? Right. You know, I remember there were some lies you came out with that later, you know, you told the truth on. And I'm like, why did you feel the need to? I assumed that was happening. I assumed, you know, uh, you said you were involved with, you know, you went back to your old life. And I assumed that this other stuff was happening. Why did you even feel a need to lie about it? But when he did that, I was just like, okay, if he's lying about that kind of light thing, what else is he lying about? Right. What else is he hiding? Because to me, some of the things you had hidden like those were no big deal to me so i really had to stop and go okay if he's hiding this what else like have you had an affair (laughs) right kind of a thing and uh i think it is that deception it's the first person i lied to was myself and then every other lie was just to cover the other things I was lying about. So there was quite a bit going on in my deceptive hiddenness. And uh, again, I I think it's pathological at some level. Mm -hmm. A need for women even uh, without any kind of betrayal is openness and honesty. But when there's betrayal, that becomes even more important Mm -hmm. um, to the women. Right. In fact, I can, you know, ask women, what do you absolutely need in this relationship if you're going to continue? And they typically say, I need him to be honest with me Mm. about temptations, about struggles, about uh, stumbles. I need him to be honest with me about those things. One of the challenges for the guys is that openness and honesty impacts their identity. They're afraid of even talking about their temptations. Oh my gosh, if I'm tempted, what does that mean about me? Mm-hmm. We're all going to be tempted. Jesus was tempted. Mm-hmm. Righteous people are tempted every day. It's what we do with those temptations and not talking about them when we don't give our wives information or give the person we betrayed information their mind begins to wander and their mind wanders into very dark places very quickly because they have no information to go on. This is not a no news is good news situation. Mm -hmm. No news is worse Mm -hmm. than telling me you've you've struggled or you've stumbled or something Mm -hmm. like that because at least then I know how bad it truly is Mm -hmm. versus having no idea and you're not talking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know that that was true for me there for a long time. I felt like I kept getting the same rote answer and I kept wanting to have a bit deeper conversation on things and you didn't want to. And especially after betrayal, after I found out about it, um, when you still had issues with talking about it, my mind did wander. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely true for me. This whole podcast idea started this morning when you talked about what you did do you remember? Oh, yeah. As a kid. I yeah. I mean, to me, 
I have a history of lying because it was the way that I found to take care of myself. It was a way to either get out of trouble or to get things that I needed, whatever it might have been. And, you know, I remember lying about a pair of tennis shoes so that I could get a new pair at the at the shoe store because I had torn up the ones that I had had in a bike accident and I needed new shoes. The other thing that I lied about was maybe in eighth grade, not even 15, 13, 14, I lied about um, buying a pornographic magazine. I went to a, a store and I just lied and lied and lied until the guy gave in and let me buy a magazine. You were lying about your age? I was lying about my dad being around the corner and wanting me to buy it for him and didn't want to leave the car or something like that. I mean, I, it was completely made up, oh, wow. but I... These are stories I've never heard before. Yeah, I just, I lied until I got what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And the thing he opened with this morning, um, not like, hi, good morning. And then he let this loose, but uh, I can't even remember what we were talking about. But you said, I used to lie my butt off. Yeah. And that really surprised me. I didn't I didn't know that about you. That would have been good information to know before we got married. <laughs> well, I thought I had gotten better about it, you know. Um, but kind of one of my defense mechanisms or, or how I felt safe was to lie because... I didn't know how else, I didn't know that I could take care of myself any other way. Mm -hmm. And then when I knew I would be in trouble with the pornography and I knew it would cause breakdown between us, I knew that lying would be... <sighs> it, let's just say it. It would be a way that you were able to keep... Yeah, your, I could keep your, doing keep your... doing my thing and, and you didn't have to know about it. I could take care of me and cover my butt. Mm -hmm. And when Jay says it was, you know, as a kid, it was his way of uh, make sh making sure his needs got met. I can't remember how you put it. Just that I now. was taken care of. Yeah, yeah, making sure he was taken care of. If you're an adult, you can find other ways to take care of yourself. I always say walk out the front door. Right. If you're, if you're living in a way that you want to live and your partner would have an issue with it, at least own that. Right. At least own, oh, no, this is how I really am. This is what I really want in my life. And don't make it worse by hiding. Right. So this was a big topic and we split it up into two parts. Uh, we hope to see you next time when I confront Jay on something. Bye.